Terrible Warriors is brought to you in part by Patreon supporters just like you. Find out more at patreon.com slash terrible warriors today on the Terrible Warriors. We return to Derek the Bard and his Edmonton crew in the second chapter of Blades in the Dark. The gulls plan a job. Ghosts will be summoned and criminals will be bribed. And someone plays the accordion. And who are those thieves and cutthroats that call themselves the gulls? They are your terrible warriors. Greetings, terrible listeners. This is Derek the Bard from the Edmonton crew and... Welcome back to our inaugural Blades in the Dark game. Let's bring in our contestants. Uh, Will Mitchell playing Creek. Shane Fitzgerald playing Rat Bones. Cameron Dunn playing Sirene. Go, Gulls, go. (laughs) (laughs) You are the Gulls. Because you all sat around on a rooftop one night and got drunk and thought that was a good idea. Yep. And it stuck. (laughs) Who regrets their life choices now? We will soon if we don't yet. Actually, one time going to work, I actually saw a seagull with only one foot. I think that should be our logo. <laughs> Just because. I don't know. Yeah, we need a banner. We'll <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, we are also thieves. We want to keep our brand recognition real low. True. In case I like patch. We'll have patches. Or like maybe graffiti. We need more cart. Patches that say gulls on them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, gang, what's the plan? Well, uh, we need to steal something, obviously. We should talk to our good friend Rigney, the publican, and uh, see what he has to say. Alright, then. What's he got for rumors? So you stroll on down into the dart and dagger from your hidden... I, I'm imagining that what you actually have for your base, uh, for your lair, is it's not just one attic above this public house and it's rooming, uh, it's like 10 minutes a- atop of it. <clears throat> it's like a row of buildings mm-hmm. of like three or four different establishments in one single row on the block. And then the attics are just kind of hidden into the actual curve of the building. Uh, there are no entrances from the bottom levels. You got to come in through like a secret entrance on the side. Mm-hmm. But you've also knocked down a bunch of the walls between them. Totally. So you've just got this one, like one big loft area. Yeah. Cool. So fires just gonna go right through. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. When, when, when things explode, I mean, they're not gonna be contained anywhere for sure. And it's when, not an if; it's a when. Yeah. Which does raise the question that Creek's probably got a lab over in the corner there. Hundred percent. <laughs> Basic principle of all chemical buildings, though. Strong, sturdy walls, weak ceilings. Yep. Always want the explosion to go out, not up. Okay. You come down. It's one rowdy evening. Uh, They've got some guy. They know what? They've got a piano or like a concertina over in the corner. A harpsichord. Yeah, some sort of horrible stringed instrument. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I'm not even necessarily stringed instrument. No, you know what? Let's let's make this distinctive. It's a piano and an accordion. Nice. There, there's there's a piano player and an accordion player, and they're pumping out something that sounds roughly like maritime music because, nice. of course, they are miserable scoffs. Yep, and the place is jumping right now. You've got sailors who are off work. You've got longshoremen and dock workers who are off work. You've got warehouse guys who are coming off shift or going on to the night shift. And it's a... I mean, it's a pub. Yeah. It's a working man's pub, so you got your your bar in like an L shape and then lots of uh, extra room around there for tables and booths. And presumably the dart and dagger has at least one clear space for throwing knives and darts. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, so you know what? I'm just going to straight up steal the design of the hound, the interior of the Hound Pits pub from Dishonored. So that's what you got. You got, um, you got like a street entrance over there, and then it just comes into an L. You got a bar. You got the bar right there with uh, Rigney standing behind it. Uh, and pretty much all he serves is he serves one type of beer, one type of ale, yeah, um, one type of whiskey, unless you're the really fancy sort, and a lot of gin. Like, a lot nice. of gin. We are nursing sailors. <laughs> Love it. 
every now and then <clears throat> every now and then you see this one guy coming in uh he always gets like a, a big mug of beer he's got like this beard and his hair is kind of tied back and uh he takes a he takes a swig of beer and then throws a freaking tomahawk at the at the, at the sure. board um, hits a bullseye and just goes yeah motherfucker <laughs> uh, and then you got like a, a little tiny stage back here with he doesn't pay mute for music it's more that there are a couple guys from down the street who come in they get whatever coin people throw in their hats and you know Rigney tosses them a couple of beers and nice this keeps everyone entertained how are you approaching things? I mean, uh, I'm assuming that you actually end up coming around from outside again, or well, do you want to have like a secret uh, entrance directly into the bar itself? I like the idea that there is a secret entrance, but I I think we only use it in emergencies. Maybe it's like an old dumbwaiter system? I think it is an old dumbwaiter system. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we come in off the street, as if we don't live here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bones kind of hangs out in the dumbwaiter. Hmm. Okay. You can see if our two buddies are in the pub right now. Yeah. Whatever we or, uh, them. Flotsam and Jetsam in there. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to just call them Flotsam and Jetsam? <laughs> why not? <laughs> I, it, we're, we're playing in a whole new world, so why not? Yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam. Yeah, they're, obviously they're there. You know what? They're the musicians. They're the guys. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're. That's why they're uh, wild. They're a couple of artists. Yes, I love it. It's like drugs smuggled in the piano or the accordion or something. Oh. Yeah. No. Absolutely. But you know what? Because um, Flotsam plays the accordion, Jetson plays the piano, but he also plays the fiddle. And they'll oh. go out and busk for you, uh, nice. sometimes like cover for you guys. Awesome. Um, so you're going to go talk to Flotsam oh, and yeah. Jetson? Okay, and you're hiding in the dumbwaiter, so I guess yep. I'm going to go talk to Rigney. Evening, Gov. Evening. He just slides a pint towards you. Yep, the regular, which is the only ale he serves. Yep. Um... <clears throat> How's things, Riggs? Oh, you know, Gov, the, uh, I, I apologize to everyone in England beforehand. My only defense, actually, it's not a defense at all, is that my the family that I have from London is from the West End of London and not the East End. So I feel like... Uh, they're, they're... Rigney's going to be a little too posh. <laughs> no, well, yeah, they, my family would like to think they were posh. Um, they're not. They're super not. <laughs> Anywho... I apologize to any members of my blood, any blood relations and distant cousins who may actually be listening to this. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, got a couple new ships in. Got the mm. uh, got the canvas flag. Uh, just came in from the Dagger Isles. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, yeah they uh, got them a load of hagfish, meals, and uh, you know them fishing trawlers. Mm. Whatever they'll get in the nets. I. I, and, uh, Speaking of casting a net, <clears throat> I'm interested to see uh, <clears throat> if perhaps there's some uh, people hiring. People hiring? Well, it's not, not always people are hiring, it's people are buying. Even better. Yeah, you know, I've got I've a couple whispers here and there. Hmm. Folks uh, looking for a few specific valuable collectibles. Hmm. Well, uh, if you happen to have a menu of those, I'd be interested in some reading material. Hmm. All right, all right. Let's see here. It's a dockside pub. We're allowed to more or less commit crime in the open, so... <laughs> we don't need to couch this in too much code. Yeah, well... been hearing that there's something that uh, say that uh, old Mordis from the, you know, the night market been seen around the docks recently mm. and, uh, but what's real interesting is uh, came by picked up a few things they say and then uh, I tailed it over to uh, Charter Hallow to uh, deposit it in one of the uh, more secure financial institutions. Did he now? Right. And you you guys have uh, heard of Mortis. Mortis um, uh, is a merchant of the night market. He's a known fence. He always hides his appearance behind a very distinctive mask and cloak. Mm -hmm. 
and he deals in uh, some of the finer things that money really shouldn't be buying. Interesting. So, who knows, maybe uh, maybe he's got a package coming in, maybe... Uh... Maybe someone were to... Uh... Investigate that package. Well, you always know Mortis. He and uh, he and Jiro over in the night market, they ain't friends at all. And uh, so it'd be my thinking that uh, whatever Mortis wants, maybe Jiro wants it a little bit more, even if it's just to show him up. Mm. Indeed, indeed, my friend. Indeed, indeed. Cam, meanwhile, you're approaching the buskers. Okay. Cyrene uh, walks on up to uh, Flotsam and Jetsam as they are... They're, they are going at it. They are obviously both multiple ales in at this point. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I just had a I just had a funny idea for Flotsam and Jetsam actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which is? Uh, basically, Jetsam. We're going to assume that Flotsam does a piano and Jetsam does the accordion. And uh, Jetsam looks over at Flotsam. It's like, oh, Flotsam! Look at this new hat I got from the Dagger Isles. It lets me drink beer while I play the accordion. They call it a beer bonnet. No. No. Oh. No. Come on. Some things, Shane, I will say no to. Beer bonnets are one of them. Beer bonnets are one of them. Uh, now we know. Um, and uh, Flotsam, he's got this big beard going apparently, on. Uh, apparently we can have supernatural ladles, but we can't have foam domes. Gotcha. Yeah, because they rolled for that ladle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. The minute Wes rolled for that ladle, the ladle became sacrosanct. Yeah. And he's just, you know, playing away and you, uh, are you waiting, are you just approaching them right now or are you waiting for them to finish their set? Um, do you think they'd hear me if I just, like, kind of snuck behind them to talk to them while they're playing, or do you think... It's gonna be hard to do that since they they got a piano and the piano needs to be braced up against a wall, basically. That's fair. I'll wait for them to finish the... Okay. You know what, actually, so up then they'll actually be the stairs going up there to the rooms. Mm. So they're, uh, old, like, saloon style, uh, braced up against the stairs, uh... Nice. We're not talking like full grand piano kind of thing. No, We're no, just talking no, about no. like that. Just sort of basic upright. Yeah, yeah. And they uh, they finish their set and. Uh... Hi, Cyrene. Hey, look at it. Look at here, Jetsam. It's Cyrene. Hi there. Hello. How was the last job? Oh dear lord, is that okay? What? No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what? the voice you're using. That's cool. I will not judge. <laughs> Especially after all the voices that I've been using yeah. these last five minutes. Yeah. All good, man. This, all good. This is why Rat Bones choose to, we'll chooses to stay silent. <laughs> so so yeah. we're, we're going we're gonna to say that... Um, no, I got chastised pretty hard at Con Bravo by, uh, <laughs> by Connell's friend yeah. Steve, who is British, because Killer Watts sounded... Much more Australian. Than Famed Britain. author Stephen Prince. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> he was neither an author nor a prince, but continue. You're right. He was also a famed alchemist in our Stargate King. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you to our Patreon supporters. You could follow. You could subscribe to us and uh, give us money at Patreon.com/slash/TerribleWarriors. Please give us money at Patreon.com/slash/TerribleWarriors. This is not a PSA. This this is not a recording. This is me actually saying, please give us money. Anywho, <laughs> what a classy segue. Let's continue. Yeah. The Terrible Warriors are a crew. So, Flotsam does most of the talking for these two. Yeah. Jetsam is, uh, tends to be a bit on the taciturn side. Um, he he just sits at the uh, at the piano. You, know, yep, hello, <laughs> yep. So sorry, you were asking them. Um, any news in the alleys? Oh, and. We we heard a couple things, but um, we we ain't uh, we ain't been moving on it with your your say so, you know. You, that's what you that's what you're always saying. Your girls for life. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, we we we've even got us some tattoos. Uh, uh, it, 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 it's it, it's some really bad like dockside tattoo. I love it. Oh my god. This so is what you get for getting for picking wild on I'm, two henchmen. I'm so in love with these guys. <laughs> abstract gull tattoos. Abstract gull tattoos. <laughs> but but um, you know, no no we 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 was thinking that, that what what if we uh we, we need to do a big job, you know. We're, we're part of the gang. We we know you're the brains of the operations. We we're, we're not exactly I play the accordion. He plays the piano and the fiddle. And he, to be honest, he's actually the most talent. He's the more talented. Yup. 
<laughs> but, but you know, we we got to get the name out there. I'd prefer you didn't. <laughs> um, but keep up the good work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Miss Miss Irene, we, we we play a song for you. You want something? Pick a favorite. Make, a, make <laughs> yeah. up a song. <laughs> Just don't say the reigns of Castromere. Nope, nope. Coinciding with the pub being raided by the blue coats, the reigns, they, they leave the, the musicians <laughs> in the corner playing the reigns of Castromere. Yeah. To be fair, these guys sound so drunk they probably wouldn't recognize the reigns of Castromere anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know, tell them to do something more like... Yeah, like folky. Whatever this, <laughs> more whatever folky this world's yeah. version of Barrett's Privateers is. Yeah. <laughs> well, the year was 1778. Oh, I wish I was in Sherbrooke now. A <laughs> came from the king. We can oh. do the whole song, but let's not. <laughs> we, we literally could. All right. Oh, uh, my day. No, you yet, but you know what? You call for us, we're there. We'll keep in touch. <laughs> well, we should... Uh, we should hustle ourselves over to the bar and hire us away some drinks, eh, Jetsum? Yep. Nice. I would, like, walk up to uh, uh, Creek over there. I don't think they're ready yet. <clears throat> it's all right. We'll figure it out in good time. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, uh, I think we have a lead. Um, looks like our guys aren't getting themselves arrested or killed yet. Uh, so yeah, let's reconvene. Let's go back to the secret dumbwaiter entrance, uh, sort of finish my ale, leave sort of rather inconspicuously. Um, and then, yeah, let's, let's get up to the, to the hideout and make some plans. <clears throat> so, word on the street, at least from Rigney, is that uh, Mortis over in Night Market has moved something of great importance to at least himself into Charter Hall. Jessa over there hates his guts. The question is, if we make a move on his goods, do we ask her if she wants to buy it first, or do we just take it and hope she'll be a buyer? Jira. Jira, sorry. Jira. I mean... I say, if we if we tell her we're, playing, we're opening our hand, then she'll know that we're going for it, and if she doesn't trust us, she may move first. If she doesn't want to buy it, we can find something else. He always deals in the finer goods. I could use some furniture up here, don't you say? Anything for more coin. Well, mm -hmm. bad bones. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, Rat Bones just kind of points to Cyrene and nods, indicating that the more coin, <laughs> anything the better. for cash. Yeah. yeah, awesome. I believe we have an accord. Um, okay. First things first, I think we should uh, scout out where exactly in Charter Hall these uh, goods went. Uh, so, can we sort of beat the streets and ask around? Yes, you, you want to gather information? I want to gather some information. You can do a gathering information <laughs> check. Just let me uh, flip to that section. Let's see here. That's, uh, where is... This is under score. Well, you go over to Charter Hall. You're gonna get plus one because you. That's are... our hunting ground. Yeah. Uh, link plans, flashbacks. Oh yeah, you can do flashbacks in this game. Yes, you can. What? Yeah, there's a mechanic in the game for doing flashbacks during a job, where so it's like if we you actually prepared this. Yeah, if you run into a problem, you can actually declare that you've. Um, um, that, that you set something up beforehand and then you take stress for it and you may need to make a roll and then it goes off. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, the setup for it is basically that you don't need, you the players don't need to plan every stage of the heist itself uh, because it's more interesting to actually get to the heist mm -hmm. and then once things are in motion you can start doing flashbacks um, to have specific preparations in mind that's also why your gear is flexible why you can change what's in your loadout on the fly yeah you just you set out how much loadout you have and then you decide what pieces of it you have as you need them mm -hmm. gathering information when you want to know something specific about the fictional world your character can gather information the GM will ask you how your character gathers the info 
Well, um, he had he had to move stuff, um, and he had to move it under guard. Uh, so I'm actually gonna I'm gonna talk to the gondoliers, and I'm gonna talk to some carriage drivers. Um, and I'm gonna sort of rub elbows with them and see if they know anything about uh, where he took things recently. Okay, fantastic. So that's probably going to be a fingers crossed consort. Uh, yeah, we'll call it a consort check. Nice. So you're gonna roll me a number of d6 is equal to your consort rating, which is one. You will add one die because this is uh, you're going to Charter Hall to do <clears throat> this, which mm-hmm. is where your uh, hunting ground is. Yeah. Then let's see here. What are the other? Uh, Type okay. Now then, uh, the questions begin to: uh, Do you want to expend extra effort? Right now, I'm only rolling two measly dice. Um, let's put a little into this. Okay, so you're going to. Uh, you take. Uh, one moment, while I just uh, remind myself on this one. This game has. Unfortunately, this is just. It's the first time we're playing this game. And there are always going to be a couple little... Well, we're getting our feet under ourselves. Yeah, pretty much. Uh... (coughs) Pushing yourself. Uh, You can use stress to push yourself for greater performance. For each bonus you choose uh, below, take two stress. Uh, Add plus one to your die roll. Add plus one level to your effect. Uh, Take action when you're incapacitated. Keep in mind that you don't have downtime to recover your stress. I was just going to say, I, you know what? For two stress, fuck it. I'm just going to roll these bones. Okay. Four. Okay. Well, that's a uh, partial success. All right. So we're going to start. I'm going to start a countdown clock. Yay. Because that's one of the things in this game. This clock has... How many ticks? I'm going to just give it four. Nice. Uh, and... Oh, I forgot to set up your, uh, oh, your position sorry. and... Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's cool. This is the first time that I'm doing this either. So, I need to set up your uh, the position. Seems controlled, right? It's going to be controlled. It's going to be pretty easy and straightforward what you're looking to do. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, because it's a... Oh, wait, is it... I'm sorry, it's a gather information check. Oh, this is... Uh, every time we do this now, after this moment, we're going to be fine. Because Derek has already worked out all the kinks... In his method. Gathering information. Okay. Uh, so on a four or five. Yep. Uh, they can tell you that, yep, Mortis um, recently acquired a object and had it brought under guard. So he chartered some vehicles to move something under guard, and where did he take it? Yep, he uh, brought it to Charter Hall, but the gondoliers aren't sure. They think he brought it to one of the banks, but they're not sure which bank because he had uh, a couple of private thugs. Who did the actual dragging from there. Yeah. Okay. And they, however, they were wearing the colors of the... Ah, ooh. Info. Yep, we're going to pick a gang. Uh... No, you know what? Uh, he's going to have grabbed a couple of dockers. Oh, great. Just the, the dock workers gang that he uh, cool. <sighs> he paid off to come along with them. Okay. Well, they don't hate hate us yet. Um, Keyword is yet. All right, so I'll, I'll, after sort of doing this and, you know, exchanging whatever sort of they want, drinks back and forth. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? No, better yet. Uh, they were with the Foghounds. They're a oh. crew of rough smugglers. Ah, ooh, okay. So whatever this was, was smuggled. <laughs> um, so I will relay what I discovered to to my companions. Um, sort of in, in whispers in a back alley somewhere, I assume. Um, <clears throat> we're still going to start this clock, though. I'm going to color in one segment on it. And we're just going to call it um, Word on the Street. Nice. So the Word on the Street is that Mortis hired some foghounds, took a gondola over to Charter Hall, and then the foghounds dragged whatever the goods are from there. I think if we want to find out more details, we need to find those foghounds. Let's go muscle up some foghounds! After you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like cackle maniacally away. Like, this is your plan. You, uh, you, You go deal with it. 
Okay. So, Cyrene, mm -hmm. you want to go get, uh, gather some information then? Yes. How are you approaching this? Um. It's good. I, I do not have any, <laughs> like, dice in that. Um, so, then figure out what you do that dice in and figure out how to apply it. True. It's um, true. I mean, theoretically, you can you uh, you can use unrelated skills to achieve an effect. Oh, It'll it just, just be more limited. Be, yeah, yeah. Bump down. Uh, I don't know if uh, like study would be a good one to, mm, to like eavesdrop on them yeah. and study you could, the motions. Yep, you could try and uh, study the uh, the motions and uh, and movements of the foghounds. Sure. Just figure out which ones have recently been paid off. Yeah. And just generally their patrol routes. Yeah, I will tell you about the Foghounds. Because this book has... This book is really cool in that it's written up all of these groups. Uh, yep, they've got the... Uh, they're on the canal. Um, notable assets. They have a steamship. Interesting that they used the gondola then. Perhaps I it know. was brought in on the steamship. Yeah. Uh, they have all kinds of forged uh, transport documents. Um, insular and criminal. Allies, the Dockers and the Lamp Blacks. Enemies of the Blue Coats and the Vultures. Hmm. Yep. Uh, they And they smuggle stuff in and out. So yeah. You actually are in almost exactly the right place that you need to be for this. Since you're on the docks and they are... Right around about there. So kind of that same area on the northern smuggling. Yeah, they move around the north side of Brightstone. Yeah. Up past White Crown. So, um, you are not looking for information in the area in which you are, uh, in which you hunt in, so you do not get plus one on the information roll. So, uh, you are trying to do study. So roll your 2d6. You want to... Uh, expend additional effort, or I can offer you a devil's bargain. Oh, Yay. yes. The devil's <laughs> bargain. Um, your reckless scoundrels addicted to destructive vices, they don't always act in your best interests. Um, to reflect this, uh, common devil's bargain include uh, collateral damage, unintended harm, probably not. Sacrifice coin or an item. That's possible. Betray a friend or loved one. Uh, offender, uh, anger, a faction. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay, uh, so basically, what happens in the Devil's Bargain is I, I offer you an additional die, uh, um, and then the an additional complication arises from this. Um, start and/or tick a troublesome clock. One hundred percent. I will offer you an extra die on this roll, but this word on the street clock is going to go up by an additional tick, whether you succeed or fail. Absolutely. Take, take <laughs> an extra die then. We still have plenty of time on the clock. So. Oh, God. Holy, what? <laughs> Dude. 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 Why? Good night, folks. <laughs> you taking a picture? I am I am 100% taking a picture for posterity. <laughs> I was ready to walk yeah. right out the door. Uh, I'm taking a picture as well, so I can immediately oh, post this up on the Terrible Warriors Facebook page. And the rocks fall, everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that could have gone. Okay, so listeners, what what happened? What we've been uh, uh, what we're all a about? Cam rolled three ones. Now there's no such thing as a critical failure in this game, but like, but this is about as close as is humanly possible to one. So okay, that's for taking the devil's bargain. That's an additional tick on the clock. For failing, that's two more ticks on the clock. <laughs> That will activate Word on the Street. So um, everybody knows we're doing this. Word, word on the Street is definitely in that somebody is looking into uh, Mortis's affairs, mainly because Cyrene, near as I could tell from that roll, walks up to the Foghounds and goes, So, fellas, I hear you've been working for Mortis from the Night Market recently to move some contraband. And they stare at you, and you stare at them. And they highly suggest that you leave now, or else there will be trouble. What do you do? Um. Oh God. Uh. I. I mean, you could just leave. Yep. 
You you could you could uh, you could leave. You could, for some reason, attempt to fight them. You could attempt to attune yourselves to the electroplasmic ghost resonance <laughs> and summon something terrible out of the fog. No, no, don't offer that to that Cam. Amazing. He Let's blew up a world. <laughs> okay, um, so that's three dice for a tune. We're not Cam, I'm guys. going to I'm going to offer you another devil's bargain because that last one worked oh so goddamn well. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to you offer you that um, that you were able to uh, to summon something to um, maybe scare the crap. Well, okay. Here's the thing: Do you want to attack them, or do you want to try and intimidate them to get information from them? It's intimidating. Yeah, scare the shit okay. out of them. Okay. Position of this one is going to be desperate. Oh, fuck. Because no. it is a bad <laughs> position to begin with. Oh, yeah, shit. that's only fair. Um, it's only fair. And the effect will be limited. However, under this devil's bargain, I, I am going to let you take the die and push it up to the uh, next category of effect, which will be not limited. Um, uh, there are specific words that this game uses, and I was an idiot and didn't memorize all of them. Uh, fortune roll. Ah, a standard effect. Um, but... The spirit you summon will cause collateral damage and likely unintended harm. Lovely. They're gonna for, They're not gonna forget this one. <laughs> Some urchin's gonna explode we're, into a ball of fire and a demon. We're getting up to the point now where uh, we're less than ha we're only just barely half an hour into know, this episode, like, and we still haven't fucking rolled our engagement roll. We're just getting up to we're getting up to the point now where I fully expect in Avengers Infinity War when Thanos is just wrecking shit on everybody, if somebody just goes to him and goes, You're a heartless monster and it'd be like, Well, at least I'm not fucking Cam Dunn, am I? Wow. Oh my god. Okay, Cam. Do it, man. Do so that's you four dice. Yeah. Better. There we go. That's well that's a five. Okay. <laughs> Statistically more likely. So it took a total so, of seven dice a, to get a five. It's a partial success. Yes, they are going to give you information. As you summon up, um, so you you do this channeling. Do you um, do What's you like say like? a spell? Do you um, hold your like do like weird positions with your hands? I don't want to just like have my eyes roll back and start like spasming, just like. And maybe like you levitate like a half yeah. inch off the ground. Okay, and then like there's this like luminous like blue um, like foxfire that uh, lights around you, and then out of the fog coming off the canal, this one great wet hand reaches out, and another one, and then it start and then it's suddenly standing there. It's like that stop motion. Yeah, and then it comes across, and then it comes across, and it's this great this ghastly leering dead thing um that's just staring at them over your shoulder <laughs> as you're like look guys i just want to know like <laughs> seriously where, where where do you take the shit for mortis i i can't hold my friend back forever nice um and they tell you that uh he took it to they took it to the uh branch of let's call it the duke's bank hmm uh, which is a relatively secure um, banking facility, but more what they do is safety deposit boxes. Great. Little bit of banking, more storage than anything else. Nice. Um, and they could tell you that it was a, a it was about the size of a bread box. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and it's all going really, really well until one of them flinches and looks at the ghost the wrong way. And then the ghost stop motions across through the fog, trailing electroplasm after it, grabs one of them, hauls him off the ground, it goes off the ground, they go sliding, slamming into a wall, and into another wall, and at that point you think that maybe it's best if you just ran away at this point. And the additional effect is, I'm gonna add... Foghounds, negative one. Foghounds, negative one. <laughs> yep. Well, that went better than expected. 
Oh, yeah, then it runs okay. off and possesses some poor asshole. You know what? Yeah. Rick Sanchez Cronenberg the world. This guy's going to Harryhausen in it. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that was a thing that happened. You guys now know where the thing was taken. We know that the Foghounds, at least, and probably everybody else, knows we're going to go get it. Well, it, <laughs> word on, the word on the street is out. Yeah. Which is going to uh, create a negative on your engagement roll. Yeah. Uh, for for the listeners at home, engagement is the first roll that you make during a heist, and it determines the tenor of the heist. It determines how those first few rolls are going to go and what complications you might encounter in them. You want a really good engagement roll. Yes. Yeah. I'll roll it. No. Uh, nope. You have lost your dice privileges for at least two rolls. <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry, and I forgot the consequences to come with rolling a five on a desperate uh, check. Oh, XP! Yep. Eric, on an assuredly unrelated topic, do you have any duct tape? <laughs> yeah, it's on the floor behind Cam. Cool. <laughs> it's like you planned this. Hey. That has a chance for a flashback. <laughs> All right. Desperate. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You know what? I'm just going to give it with that minus uh, that minus one on your... Uh, on your status uh, with the uh, with the fog hounds, yeah, because that's totally not going to come back and bite you in the ass later. Certainly uh, not. Definitely will. Uh, so back at the hideout. Now I'm assuming with the clock run out, I don't have time to like survey the location or anything like that. See what we're up against. Uh, that's more something you'd actually talk about in a flashback. Yeah. Okay. But although, like you know, as soon as we find out it's the Duke's bank, we're gonna send you. You're a sneaky as fuck. Right. Um. But that's more something that we're going to handle in flashbacks as the heist actually happens. Okay, nice. Cool. Um, so that we can actually get to you guys planning so we can make an engagement roll before the end of this fucking hour. Yes. yes. <laughs> On that note... Because we're almost plan. 40 minutes right now. <laughs> so let's make a plan. In true Edmonton crew fashion, part two kind of got completely and totally hijacked by a fuck-up. Yep, that's pretty pretty average. Although even then, that came in... Uh, about Which resulted I'm in... I'm sorry, have you listened to the Pathfinder game? <laughs> 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 so, anyways, we know it's in a, we know it's in the Duke's yeah. bank. It, with the Pathfinder game, it was the exception. With us, it's the rule. I weren't going to say nothing. <laughs> so we make it back to our base. We make it back to the base. We don't. We now know it's in the Duke's bank. We know it's the size of a bread box. They mostly have safety deposit boxes. Mm. Do we know, like geographically, where the Duke's bank is? Yep. Does it conveniently back onto a canal? <laughs> See here. Oh, I have the empty uh, thing here. Or like conveniently, just has like a waterway through. Wouldn't that be great? No, it does not. I've circled where where the Duke's Bank is. Okay. It's a few blocks away from the canal. It's on a high street. Great. So lots of visibility. uh, Doesn't really have much for alleys. <clears throat> that is correct, sir. So Why we should we go, go in from below. Oh, below, yes. <laughs> uh, alternatively, everybody will expect us to go in below, and people are watching us, so we go in from above. <laughs> That's my first thought. Anyway. Yeah. It's always dark there, right? Yeah. Well, if you guys are more comfortable with that, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Because, yeah, they're going to expect us to tunnel in, right? Yeah. So let's go in through the roof. Well, because the like, vault's probably near the bottom anyway. So Almost certainly. have it uh, fully guarded. <clears throat> Alright, so the idea is get to the rooftops of Charter Hall, get on top of the Duke's Bank, and then cut slash acid slash explode slash sneak our way down to the vault. We get in there, everything's great, there's been no problems yet, haha. We get the stuff, how are we getting it out? Back the same way we came, or do we go out through a different way? Have to go out through a different way, I think yeah. they'd obviously just kind of be on our trail that's a, at a certain point. Yeah, that's a basic rule, have a way in, have and another way out. Exactly. Um, in so, fact, have two ways in and two ways out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then, on the way out, we blow a wall and just fucking book it. You think we can? Think we're gonna be faster than the trouble mm. to get to get to the canal? It's only a block on a high street, <laughs> heavily trafficked. Just like fumble it to our two other guys as we go out. Just like, oh. <laughs> there's there's another option, um, and this one is one that's not to our strengths. We basically pickpocket slash steal. A bank key from somebody, claim it that we have that that it's ours, and we we sneak in at night. Same idea down through the top. We don't take anything out. We put this in an empty. We put this in one that we know we can get the key to, and then just come in with make a withdrawal. 
That's interesting. It's sneakier, but it also is something that none of us are good at, except for the pickpocketing part. Yeah. You're talking about, like, keys and stuff. Um, One of my items uh, listed on there says ghost key. I have no idea what that is. Hmm. I don't remember what a ghost key is. It sounds fucking cool. I'm moderately certain that a ghost key is... Wait a minute. It says it in here. Yeah, it's got to be in there somewhere. It does say it in here. Leech whisper. It whispers at the very back. Uh, ghost. Well, like a skeleton key. Yeah. <laughs> ghost. Uh, ghost key, an arcane device that can open ghost doors. Ah, so uh, a gotcha. ghost door. Yeah. Uh, while you're looking stuff like, oh, never mind, never mind. Uh, okay. Or should we just be straightforward? On the way out, probably. Yeah. So just yeah. like straight in, and then we'll bust our way through the door. Yeah. I, I, as a saboteur, I can blow things up quietly. He says, thereby cursing himself to fail those fucking rolls. <laughs> um, but that is something I, I am technically capable of. I, I think that's a good idea, because, you know, I don't care if the bank like stays structurally sound after. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The whole fucking thing can burn. I don't give a shit about that. I want the things that I want, yeah. which is the thing that's the size of a bread box, and everything else that isn't tied yeah, down. Exactly. Um, so yeah, let's be, let's be as straightforward as possible right. about this. Sneak in, through the top, bust into the vault, get the fuck out. Probably through the side of the vault. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not necessarily. Maybe we walk up through the front and make ourselves look like dustmen. We're Who going knows? to the ghost door. <laughs> okay, I think we have a plan. Yeah. Maybe? It's a plan. We didn't say I mean, it's well, a plan. <laughs> You're going to develop it a little bit as you go along. Exactly. Yeah. Via via flashbacks, and no plan survives contact with the enemy. Mm-hmm. Okay, that so... That did give me an idea, but it kind of depends on whether or not there's such a thing as garbage men or janitors in this world. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was getting at. Because keep in mind, like my character's signature technique of is garbage is garbage. Oh, okay. garbage and so, dead rats. Yeah. So, um, are you go your your plan? I'm just gonna uh, Sum it up. go through the options: assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, or transport. Uh stealth. Yeah, I think right. I mean, ideally, I we don't meet anybody or kill anybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and what is your plan now that you've boiled it down? Uh, we're gonna. Approach the bank from the top. Yeah. Okay. Sneak in through the upper levels. Make our way as stealthily as possible to the vault. Yeah. Breach the vault. Get every fucking thing we can, and then get out of there. Probably not the way we came in. Possibly through the side of the vault. Possibly out the main door. Maybe through the sewers. This guy's garbage man. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It might be a good idea to have some of your your charity buddies around. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, because if we're using the sewers, then just the way that I've got okay. them set yeah. up, and I think they can help that, us like, navigate through that's the That's also a flashback, um, yeah, that's a flashback, depending okay. on how things go. Or set up right. a crowd right by like the front entrance as we go out or something. Hey, Flossum and Jetsam can attract a crowd. They're yeah. buskers. That's what I'm thinking. <clears throat> okay, <laughs> cool. Buskers. <laughs> they, they are. It's been established. Sometimes <laughs> they take out the fiddle and play outside. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. My final question is, are you guys talking to Jira first before you uh, go in on this job, or are you just going in and hoping she'll buy something off you? Uh, well, we debated that earlier. Um, Someone might buy it if she doesn't. I don't know. Well, I mean, originally we were not going to tell her, right? Because yeah. then she would know, but everybody would know and we wanted to be sneaky. Now everybody fucking knows. Yeah. We don't really have anything to lose by telling her, although she <laughs> might just slit our fucking throats. Yeah. Now that the word is out. Do gulls ask permission for anything? <laughs> Fuck no! Let's go! <laughs> yeah, okay, that counts as daring. <laughs> yeah! Daring! Okay! <laughs> Bank heist! We're gonna die! Well, maybe. The last hour is just gonna be a funeral scene. Ocean's Eleven, but everybody chose the wrong role. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Ocean's Eleven with the cast of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. <laughs> part three, our daring heist. Part four, an impromptu game of wages and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, so we're going to start building your pool for your engagement roll. You get start with one for sheer luck. Okay. Um, it's in Charter Hall. Yeah, it's in Charter Hall. So, two. Uh, it's very daring. It's daring. Does uh, that get us a uh, thing? Yeah, one, one moment. Is this uh, plan bold and daring? It's idiotically daring. Oh, yeah. it's idiotically daring. daring. <laughs> Is this operation overly complex and contingent on many factors? Not no. really. Nope. No. Nah. Does the plan's vulnerability ex- uh, this detail expose the vulnerability of the target? Not really. Nope. Target is not strongest against this approach. Can any of your friends and contacts provide insight for this operation? Um, I mean, the gondoliers kind of already did. Well, no, yeah. your friends. 
Oh, oh, like us. Oh, I can. I, I know all sorts of structural things. I got a high tanker and a good wreck. Well, no, I'm talking about your uh, your actual... Like, oh, oh, our friends' yeah, friends. Like, uh, possessor yeah. ghost. Oh. That might be coming handy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and actually, maybe if they if your possessor ghost pal has been active in the area, yeah. they might be able to tell us a bit more about the security there. Because right now, we're just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, between uh, your ghost and Shane's beggars, I'm going to... Yeah. Uh, sorry, and... Um, Rat, uh, rat bones is beggars. Yep. <laughs> Address the PCs. Yep. Throw in another plus one. Yes. Um, are there any other elements you want to consider? Maybe a lower tier target will give you. Nope. Uh, then you get minus one because they kind of know you're coming. Yep. Yeah. Um, minus one because they hired the blue coats. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't don't give him ideas. <laughs> okay. Who wants to make this roll? Uh, it can't be Cam, and it, it, it shouldn't be me. I think it should be Shane. Get in the corner. I, I think I think Shane has had the most reasonable dice luck so far. <laughs> okay, I've rolled any dice so far. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, okay. So okay. Cam back at least five feet away. Hands behind my back. Fingers crossed. So, uh, wait, sorry. Uh, before you make the dice roll, so we uh, we come in on you guys. Um, Oh yeah, you yeah, scale. Yeah. You scale. The engagement roll doesn't actually happen at the very start. It happens when you encounter your first obstacle. So you uh, you get your gondola over. You go in under the cover of night. Well, yeah. You scale. Okay, it's always the cover. You go in after everybody's left. Yeah. So the streetlights are dimmed down. Uh, you scale the building from. Uh, you scale the nearby building from an alleyway. You shoot over like a a grappling hook. You climb up. You scale the fucking building. And you come to this is like the very top level you're going to. Uh, well, we're whatever the highest. Uh, I guess whatever the the highest sort of unobtrusive entrance we can find is, yeah, like a window or a skylight. Window. We're, we're gonna okay. We're gonna go with a skylight. Sure, on the very top of the building, which is hilarious. Um, you get the skylight, and you find it. Um, there is a very very. Con- it's not just a skylight. It is a reinforced skylight. Of course. Um, and it's got, like, this really complicated clockwork locking mechanism around it. And this is your first obstacle. Make me the engagement roll. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, 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 I'm crossing my toes. Oh, 4-1-1. 4-1, yeah, there's a 4-1-1 on this. Give me the 4-1-1. Sweet God. Okay. On a four. Four to five. Yeah. Mixed result. You're in a risky position when the action starts. So, uh, is a risky... Yeah, uh, no matter how... This is, you find the situation... Uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. Oh, God. You don't know what, um, what alarm systems this uh, might be tapped into. So, you have to take it... Very, very carefully. Mm-hmm. Not, and, you know, you guys slowly work your way around. Um, Rat Bones, you kind of got... Um, you start actually doing the physical tampering with the lock. Um, while Creek starts just adding a little... Strong, putting a little bit of acid around it. And Cyrene stays well back. Because <laughs> um, Cyrene is somehow your cannon. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not ass kickers. Um... And you don't, it doesn't sound like you tripped an alarm of any sort, but one of the mechanisms does certainly click in there as you uh, take it apart. So it is possible. So, but wait, 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 does my infiltrator come to come into that at all? Or? Uh, it, is that a bonus on your engagement roll? Uh, it's uh, not affected by quality yeah. or tier when bypassing security measures. Uh, no, not on the engagement roll. Okay, gotcha. okay. And I am going to color in a clock. Start in on the clock. Silent alarm. Oh, lovely. But it hasn't gone all the way yet. Hasn't gone all the way yet. It's just Um, thinking about it. But did you see the last clock? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't. It went by so fast. Yeah. Okay. You've opened it up. You're going in. We're going in. And how does this turn out for our uh, scoundrels? You're going to have to come back next week to find out here on The Terrible Warriors. I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse, and I've been your GM for this evening of this, our first 
actual game of Blades in the Dark, and I'm joined with my players and their characters. Will Mitchell playing Creek. Creek the Leech. Creek yeah. the Leech, yeah. <laughs> Shane Fitzgerald playing Ratbones the Lurch. Uh, Cameron Dunn playing Siren the Heist Runer. <laughs> AKA the Whisper. So. anything bots. Next week, we're going to find out how this, of course, goes terribly wrong. Because we are the Terrible Warriors. Blades in the Dark returns in two weeks' time for the next chapter in the Gulls' story. It's time for a heist. Of course, new episodes of Terrible Warriors happens every Tuesday and Thursday. Next week, we return to our second episode of Star Trek Adventures on Tuesday with Justin Eacock and his Starfleet officers as the horizon sets course for the Shackleton Expense. What mysteries await for them? Well, find out on Tuesday. Next Thursday, alternating with Blades in the Dark, we have a new game brought to you by new GM Tiff Compton as we continue our journey through a song of ice and fire. Our mercenaries have been hired by Varus and head across the narrow sea, but what a tangled web they have found themselves trapped in. Can they survive a web of treachery and deceit? We'll see you on Thursday. And on Tuesdays, alternating with Star Trek, Mike the Birdman Dodd is taking us through Sailor Moon Thunderheart. And I know it's Sailor Moon, but it's got Kamen Rider, it's got some Dragon Ball Z characters in there. It's a Mike Dodd game, so it means crossover properties. And if you want to know more about the perks of what you get if you become a supporter of the Terrible Warriors, patreon.com slash terriblewarriors is where you want to go. If you want to find out about future games and when they're happening, you can follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. We also try and keep a schedule up to date at terriblewarriors.com. We've got an Instagram channel now at Terrible Warriors. Like us, uh, share our things, let us know what our hashtag game is like. Is it good? I think it's good. Hashtag good? Today's Terrible Warriors and your members of the Gulls, Derek Burrow, Shane Fitzgerald, Wes Gunn, Will Mitchell, and Cam Dunn. And we'll return in two weeks' time to the third episode of Blades in the Dark. And until that time happens, thank you for listening, supporting, and sharing. Thank you for leaving reviews and sending me play reports. I'm getting a few of those now. And of course, thank you for becoming a Terrible Warrior.